You are listening to listening to listening to listening to First Gen Teachers Lens. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of First Gen Teacher Lines. This is episode episode seven. Um, this episode is going to be again short and quick, like the last time, even though it really wasn't. But it's going to be about building rapport with students virtually, because I am virtual, and that's what the episode is going to be about. It's it's weird teaching online not being able to physically interact and like I think in one of my grad classes we talked about it and like that that limited or liminal barrier is definitely affecting our kids and how that they want to even interact with each other I'm going to talk about one of my uh, specific classes I teach in seventh grade it's more of the advanced class and it's so interesting to see them how they interact not only with like staff but with one another and that's what made me create this episode because i saw them have genuine interactions with between teachers students and themselves it made me think of like when i was a kid and like this is going back years and years ago uh, when we had AIM, you know, if everybody remembers AOL, I'm like, you've got mail and all that stuff. Like with the kids like typing in the chat and then just messaging each other. It really brought me back to like the era of Blockbuster and going to be able to rent a movie and socially interact. And I think that's one of the pivotal things that we're missing right now. So this is episode seven. Stay tuned. Hey guys, well, welcome to episode 7. This is First Gen Teacher Lens again. So, sorry, I'm just like slightly moving my mic towards me. Uh, so, as I said before, this is a weird space to be in. Like, it's crazy to think that like uh, this time last year we were in our classrooms and, you know, greeting the kids and, you know, this was the end of the first month. Usually my kids were like doing their personal narratives and you know, just vibing in the classroom, as they say, it's a vibe. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely missed that. Those uh, cliche, not cliche, but like those uh, young and lingos like, that they would always spit out. But um, what I was going to say about this past week, I want to say specifically this past Friday, we were interacting with the kids, you know, as kids as impressionable they are and, you know, how they tell us about their week or what new things that they're listening to. And then we ask them and like, obviously a hot new thing now is obviously TikTok and uh, Instagram and like all the social media stuff, Snapchat. I even know that kids last year showed us a way to like see chats without like opening the chat on Snapchat, which was interesting, but um, in the last class, I had my 
my English honors class, so to speak, which is like the top class in seventh grade, because like next year they'll be on to not take the English regions, but take the earth science regions. So like they'll be ahead and in advance in terms of like, you know, their science credits and overall credits, like in towards leaning towards uh, AP credits. But anyway, so they're talking in the chat. Some kids unmute themselves, ask questions, and, you know, like, oh, when's this assignment due? <clears throat> How do we know where to find this assignment? You know, basic protocol stuff that you'll go inside your classroom. What was interesting is a girl brought up a comment and she was like, I like how you guys like know our name, ask us questions about like what our interests are, just like, you know, not like like ask us like on a survey, but just like regularly communicate. And then we were, my coworker and I were like, yeah, we like that. Like, you know, we're not too far in age from you guys. So we definitely like know how it feels to be, be treated that, you know, our voice isn't heard, so to speak. And the girl really liked that. And she enjoyed that. Like, you know, if we guys mess up our names, you guys tell us, oh, can you correct us? And then we just move forward. And that kids really appreciate you valuing them as an individual, which is super nice to hear. Not only that, but like parents message us that their child said that they're so into that we know what they know. And like, you know, I have Instagram reels and like I follow all the TikToks on the reels. So there's this one math teacher on um, Instagram. I think I follow her. Um, I'm going to find her name real quick. I follow her on Instagram and she's always doing the funniest, funniest videos about like, like, um, like uh, teaching before COVID. And it's like uh, kind of like a, uh, a song about um, just like, you know, for me, it brought back memories of like those flashbacks of like, of just running a dog running in the field of like daisies. And like her name is Funny Math Teacher Kim Callahan. She's a teacher comedian. She has like 300K followers. I wish I had as much followers as her on TikTok. But she's so funny. And like she'll post videos like, geometry just be like what was the reason what was the reason it's cardi b's voice and it's so funny like shout outs to kim callahan aka funny math teacher which is funny underscore math teacher underscore uh funny underscore math underscore teacher and like the kids really vibe to that like knowing uh what their personal interests are and I know from having younger siblings and family members in, t in schools, there's like a chicken wing song. It goes chicken wing, chicken wing, hot dog and bologna. And like I started saying that as the class went on, they were like, Mr. C, how do you know that? And I was like laughing. I was like, you guys don't think like I can find this out and like hear it for myself. And like, they're like, they're like, no, we just don't think like you're, you guys always seem so busy and like, you know, especially getting us like ready for like learning online on Google. It just seems like you guys like would be out of touch. So it really brought to light that, you know, <clears throat> those moments of like delving into a student's interest, whether it be like music, social media and other hobbies. Maybe I had kids that like, 
watch anime. I definitely know they watch anime because their icon usually is like um, some sort of manga drawing, whether it be, uh, I guess, like that famous Naruto, because like, I, I think I remember a couple of years ago, maybe one or two, there was that, uh, I think, meme or, or another TikTok of like people just running like in the anime which is hilarious and <laughs> i was like i did it in the hallway and that one time the kids lost their mind so it just shows like online it's the same thing except it's a little bit harder because again you have that physical barrier but honestly like like you can build rapport with these kids virtually it's not impossible as i was speaking with one um Instagram fellow Instagrammer today that DM me and was like, you have a great page, and like I was just like you produce great content, and then I was telling her about like building rapport with um students, her or him, um, with students, and she was like, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's difficult, but it's not impossible, and that turned uh, kind of a key in my mind in terms of like, I was just like, that's a doorway where you make the engagement or the content that you have more relatable. And, you know, there was one point where a class, they're chatting about something on TikTok. And then I knew the song and I was just like, oh, it's that, that Mipan Zuzuzu song. So I waited and then I typed in the chat right when they had, I want to say, two minutes left the class and I, and I switched it up. I switched the lyrics to like Mipan, Zuzuzu, you, you, you have two minutes left of class. And they lost their mind. It was so funny and so endearing to see that like, I guess my corny joke went through and like they, they're like, Mr. C. <laughs> and it went through and like, it just shows like, again, like you're building a positive environment. And then w- once the class ended and like they were before the class and they were like, oh, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. This is such a fun class. And I was just like, wow, we are actually building rapport uh, with these students on a virtual level, which I thought wasn't going to happen because for the in order to build rapport, it's got to be a 50-50 relationship. And I think right now it's more in a sense like kids certain kids are timid in terms of you know showing what their home looks like whether it be having their camera on or camera off which is fine for me like i let it rock because i know some of my students like if they turn their camera on they told me it lacks them off the meeting which i was like it's all cool bruh or brought it whatever and like i understand like you know like if it lags you out, cause I need, I definitely need you here. Like I need you learning the content and I need you to be digesting the material. Um, went over some writing stuff and like it flowed well. And like, it just showed again like that, as long as you produce and connect the content uh, to their lives, it makes the class that much meaning meaningful. And like in one of the slides, I think I had a dabbing unicorn um, I don't know if everybody knows that the dab, but like that's like you know covering your sneeze, but it was like a, a dance move, I think, or like kind of like a like a new craze or fad that's still going on. 
and they were like, I love the unicorn. I love the unicorn. And it was so funny to like see that level of engagement. And then we played uh, a race rap song, which is uh, race is for to answer comprehensive questions, short response. And basically broke it down, and then it's in the rap, R-A-C-E. It's a writing strategy. And that really hooked the kids. I later posted on Google Classroom, and they were like, I like the beat. It reminds me of, like, music now. This is so helpful for for me to learn. Like, it helped me memorize what the acronym actually stands for. So I thought, like, all these things you've got going for that lesson. Like, we have the race song. We have, like, corny TikTok jokes. We have a lot of um, connectivity with these kids, even though that we are online. And I feel that that is is supreme right now because like I can't imagine <laughs> how certain kids are feeling right now with the amount of pressure there is on them and to a be able to connect online b their parents constantly 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 being able to attract to them uh, attract them if they are at home and then that because it's awkward like you know like it's a school it was a space that we talked about for um in my grad class for socialization and not only for socialization for like the kids among kids but us between the kids and like just cracking jokes with them, eating lunch with them, learning their personal lives. I remember I have one kid, which I mean to call, like seriously call from last year. And like, he was the quietest kid. And like right now I just keep on thinking of him, how he and his, um, not in that sense disabilities, but inabilities to comfortably communicate within a classroom, physical setting, now you take that kid into a virtual setting, that seems even more stressful for a parent, especially for his mom, because I, I know her. And, you know, you take him out of that environment of like, you know, where they can build a sense of rapport, you know, because it's easier physically. And now he's in a virtual environment. So I don't know how he's navigating this space, but I feel like that's the same across the board for a lot of students that they're not comfortable online because of that little space. So teachers have to take that extra step and um, build that engagement and build those student relationships. One idea that I had to build that relationship is I messaged another teacher on Instagram um, her name is, I'm going to pull it up right now. Her name is, it was something about like a Kahoot game. Enlightening, enlightened, enlightened angles. Um, yeah, I-N-G-E-L-L-S, enlightened. Her name is Megan and she's an education teacher and she did a video online about play factile and basically what that app is like it's kahoot but it's like Jeopardy style and a lot of the stuff is built in right for you so one of the things i thought of bringing the virtual classroom alive which i've done in a physical space is to do kind of like a game host and i actually dressed up one time like suit a suit and tie 
and t-shirt i think it was maybe last year two years ago and like the principal and the dean were like making fun because usually i wear a polo and khakis like i'm jake from state farm and they were like oh he's got a date he's got a date i was like no 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 i'm just hosting a date uh not a dating show but a gaming show like in my mind i was like you know these kids one of the kids knew Steve Harvey actually brought in a fake mustache to like, he was like, I'm Steve Harvey. And I was like, just don't forget anything. Um, but <clears throat> basically what I was thinking to do virtually is use that app and then dress up as like a fake game show host. And like, you know, right now there's like still a spirit Halloween, probably somewhere around here and like buying like a wig and then it's like making up a fake pseudonym and then having like, doing uh, fake but punny commercials based on, like, the stuff that they like. Like, they like uh, this rapper that passed away. And, like, I was thinking about doing, like, a commercial infomercial about, like, something that could have been sponsored by him or something that really connects them, like that TikTok song um, that I mentioned earlier that, like, it could be incorporated into commercials so stuff like that and i think that's a great way to engage kids in terms of like blending those individualistic um kind of not needs but uh interests to a lesson where it's like hey we're gonna play this game show host or jeopardy style uh game and we're gonna learn about plot so exposition and then at times um last week that brings me to my last point in terms of like how i wrote some of the slides like i made up my own example about like the kids see me in khakis all the time again jake from state farm and like i wrote a story that uh it related to a short response and then like i restated why mr c upset mr c upset is because he forgot his favorite tan khakis and then I wrote an example according to the story. He stated the day before he planned to wear his tan khakis on this day. And then, you know, another example. And then I explained each example. And I was just like, this is the same way you guys could do race. And then they were like, <laughs> they were like laughing because like these sixth graders or now seventh graders knew me from last year and they could see me actually obsessing over this, although I'm not obsessed with khakis, although some are very comfortable. Shout out to doctors. Uh, but what I'm, overall, what I'm saying is, like, I think there are key moments where we may hear or see in the chat where a student is, like, typing of something of interest, and then maybe all the scholars or students would gravitate towards it. And, like, that may be worthy to look into uh, in terms of, like, you know, being effective in building student relationships because ultimately building those bridges and that connectivity as pushing aside the content but i mean content's important but it's not all all what that encompasses what a teacher means one guy that like oh i always thought on like this guy i mentioned as the guru i think yesterday about watching his videos uh real rap with uh, Ryan Ryan Reynolds, um, get his book. His book is called Teacher Class Off, one of the best books out there educationally. And <clears throat> basically he says his mantra is relationships are king. 
And I think that's true bar none. Relationships are king in your classroom because uh, kids are not going to remember what you taught them majority of the time. They're going to remember how you made them feel. And I think that's very important, especially this during this time period. So see you next time. First Gen Teacher Lens. I'm out. Thank you for having listened to the First Gen Teacher's Lens. We'll see you here next time.